right, let's do it. We're back. Woohoo, everybody. Welcome back to Terror and Tacos. Hey. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And we talk about horror movies. Yes. And eat tacos. We do. Sometimes. Sometimes. We didn't get to eat tacos this time because, you know, just life is happening. Yeah, it's like the new year, you know? It's, it's all so weird. Going like, crazy. Everything's weird. Like, I get really excited about shit and then I'm like, Oh, we have other things. I have other things I have to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and then, you know, it's like time is lost. Yeah, it's very difficult to do. I mean, yeah, we got everything. It's it's just so weird, too, because the world is still on fire, but also they're like, you got to go to work. You got to go to work, and you got to do things, yeah. and you got to produce, and you got to do all this stuff, and it's like, uh, sometimes I don't feel like it. Yeah. So today's Friday. We're recording on a Friday, and I am drinking a booze. Yeah. Is that a, yeah. Is that a fancy rosé? What is it's that? It's a fancy rosé, sparkling rosé out of a can, y'all. Yeah. Because I like to keep it classy. That's that's what everyone says about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're back. I mean... New Year's was cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was very laid back. Um, Come on, rock intro, stop. We did a, we hung out outside and did a thing, and I was deemed the cosmic egg, and it's really, that's really working out. What is that about? I still don't know. I, I, I swear. It's like going to come to me in a dream. So Aspen, um, no, it was Lydia. It was Lydia. Yeah, yeah, our friend Lydia has these like spirit animal cards. Cards, yeah. And she decided last minute that she was going to draw our spirit animal cards uh-huh. for everybody who was at this gathering. And it was a small gathering. And we were like yeah. eight people or something yeah. like that. And, we were um, hanging out around the fire pit, yeah. even though it was like 78 degrees in Dallas. Yeah, but you still got to have a fire pit. Yeah. It's Christmas. No, it's not Christmas. New it's Year's. New Year's. Same thing. Um, and you got the cosmic egg. Cosmic egg. The only spirit card. Yeah. I don't remember what I it was like about. I feel like it's, it's going to, at some point it will reveal itself. Yeah. The first thing that occurred to me was that you were like a xenomorph egg. Yes. That's what yeah. I what I picture. Yeah, so that's maybe what I too. that's where I'm going. I but, got um, the scorpion. Which is all badass. Also a badass German heavy metal band. Yes. That I love. Man. So. Um, yeah. It was just I funny. scorpions. Because. Of all people to get some sort of cosmic woo-woo card, it's the fact that it's me was I know. hilarious. Hilarious. Um, but so speaking of uh, speaking of not finding the will to live, sure, sure, or do anything, or you know, go on. Uh huh. Um, we watched a really interesting movie uh, this week. Yes, that I actually really. Love. Still thinking about it. Uh, me too. It like uh, it was one of those movies that when when the you know when it goes to blackout at the end, I had to sit there for a while sure. and be like, hmm, huh. yeah. Do and I love this or do I not love this? I love it. Yeah. And it, do I love all of it? Maybe not. Is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I, I understand to, everything? Probably not. That's okay. I want to talk about that too. So. Let's tell the people what we watched. Yeah, we watched Lamb. Lamb. Out of Iceland. Those Nordies, man. Man, they Nordies, are... Nordies, Scandies. What do, you, what do you call that region so of I, the world? Iceland, they are not technically Scandinavian, but they are Nordic. So, so they, can we just say like the Nordic part of the world? Yeah, because that would include Scandinavia as well. And listen, like what, what this filmmaker is doing is nothing new. Like the Nordic people, Nordic films, Nordic film tradition is... Uh, it's, it's, it's slow storytelling sure and usually heavily heavily visual right and very sparse dialogue right and which is this is what this is yeah and it's it's really beautiful tell us about lamb uh lamb the movie or lamb uh (laughs) the animal Um, why are those two things mutually well, exclusive? Well, I was going to say, because we, not? we didn't eat tacos today. Right, we didn't. So it seemed horrible to for me to be like, one of the best meals I had when I was in Iceland was lamb stew. Yeah, sorry. No, but it seems appropriate, too, yeah, for, this, for this film. For this film. Yeah, it was one of the first, I mean, they love a stew over there, and I one of the first meals I had when I was in Reykjavik was lamb stew out of a bread bowl, and it was fucking incredible yeah so, so like well, did you carry it around or was it like sit down in it a was pub like sit down in a in a restaurant little restaurant or whatever. yeah and i had wow. i actually had lamb 
multiple times because honestly that's that's what they're famous for that and seafood and i don't eat seafood right so um you know aspen did all the seafood stuff and i was like i'm just gonna have this lamb stew because it's fucking incredible right um and if it's in a bread bowl i mean come on that's even a bonus yeah bread's delicious um so yeah i mean this this movie features more sheep than it by far more sheep than humans yeah absolutely i myself have never had lamb i have a i'm i'm a meat eater i don't have a problem with that i just something about eating a baby animal sure like yeah it it, seems horrible i've never been able to do that we we have a thing called cabrito which Mm -hmm. means it's like baby goat or like little cat it's basically it's literally translates to calf right right and cabrito is like a baby goat and you go to the grocery stores in south texas and you see the baby goats like in the meat chests right and Uh they're like you know they're tea i mean it's just and as an eight-year-old it's horrifying you're just like i don't want to eat a baby sure anything yeah and i'll be honest i couldn't tell you the last time i had lamb whilst in the united states Mm -hmm. it was just like that's where you were in iceland yeah and it was such a part of their uh like of the cuisine over there right um, I'm not I, judging. And so I was like, yeah, and it was delicious. I'm sorry, baby lamb. It was, <laughs> you, you were so good. You, baby were lamb. you were delicious. You were delicious. You were worth the krona that I spent on you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so let, first spoilers. Yeah, I guess. I, I spoilers. Guess, like, this movie yeah. is so weird. I don't know that we could spoil well, it. Well, I don't think you can. I mean, from jump, from, from, the, from the very first scene. Yeah. I, I turned to John and I said, it's coming back. Yeah, it's I mean, it's coming back. I don't know when. I don't know how, but that thing is coming back. Yeah, and I think even that seems to be sort of pervasive in like Nordic and Scandinavian filmmaking. Man, you, it is not go. It's never going it's not to end, end well. well. It's not going to end well. So we have a a couple, Maria, and I can't remember his name. Ingvar. Ingvar. And, and, uh, they, their, their daughter, it always starts with someone's baby. Yeah. Their daughter, Ada Ingvar's daughter. Yeah. Um, is, I mean, it's not, you learn later on, but you, you get, you get the feeling that, that this is a couple who live in a remote area of Iceland. Uh-huh. They are sheep farmers. You get a long sequence, long for film language. You get a long sequence of the of the daily ins and outs of farming of farming sheep. You yeah. know, and it's all shot really beautifully. Yeah. It's compelling to watch. It's not. It's not boring. It's just. It's a long um, sequence with no lines. Yeah. Just watching them. There's not a spoken line of dialogue other than on the radio. For, right. I don't know. Twenty minutes. I mean, a lot. Maybe a long twenty time. minutes. And you can you can tell that this couple loves each other, mm-hmm. but they're not happy. Like, no. They're not. They're just kind of like surviving. Right. And the first conversation, the first conversation they have between themselves, which mm-hmm. is even very short, there's barely any dialogue in this movie. Right. Is about time travel. Right. And and he talks about the theoretic like they think time travel is theoretically possible. You know, you could travel into the future. And the first thing she says is I want to go I want to go past. by the past. Yeah. I and go so back. you know Right. If you're paying attention, they lost a a kid. Like, you know, they lost a child. And then I think one of the next conversations they have is something about um, like folktales. Yes. Yeah. Because they're watching a TV show mm -hmm. and she's like, what did he say? Um, And he's like, something about about folktales. Like literally they're, they're just kind of like, meh. Yeah. They're just sort of like, meh. And, and if you know, if, I mean, of course, we may not have context here in the United States, but if you are from that part of the world, then you you know that that myths and legends and folk tales in that area are super important. Yeah, and are are woven into everyday culture. Yeah. So for someone to be like, meh, it's just something about folk tales, right? Then you kind of get the feeling that, oh, okay. Yeah. They're not paying attention to something. And at the same time, I mean, one of the most interesting things I thought was like, this starts on, I mean, we're sort of jumping around, but it starts on Christmas Day. 
never gets dark. Uh, no, it's, I mean, and honestly, like even when, when we were there, it's the, sh- it's the strangest, it's the strangest thing. I mean, when you would be out at 1130 at night and it would look like five o'clock here. Yeah. It's so bizarre. That was one of the things about the film that it, not, it wasn't off putting. It was just, that was one of the things that for me made me. Yeah, it's bizarre. And it's yeah. like what Ari Aster does in Midsummer yeah. when he's like, what time is it? And the guy's like, it's 930. He's like, no, it's not. Right. It's, like, it's very strange. I interrupted you. You were going to no, say no, something I was gonna about it. So, so you have this like, I think from the get go, you have this like folk tale aspect of Iceland. Right. But it is also Christmas. Mm-hmm. And. Oh, yeah. You yeah. have. I mean, you have. It's an interesting country and again i'm no expert i have been there and read a lot about it but Mm -hmm. like you have such a sort of i mean this is like the fucking place where the vikings were right but then you also have two huge influxes of christianity the first you know being early christians who came and then the lutherans came and so you could be in iceland now and be in the smallest town you've ever seen and chances are there's still a lutheran church at the center of it and so you like instantly have, to me, like one of the main dichotomies of this land and of this movie, they are clearly Christian. I right. mean, she makes the sign of the cross. Oh yeah, she does it a few times. They're eating their Christmas meal. meal. You And you have sort of a miracle birth. Right. right? And this is, you know, uh, this is also a place where, I mean, for real, you like, isn't there something where people go like, well, you got to ask the fairies if you can build here. Yes. Yes. I mean, then there's still, again, like, so this is a culture that is still very much steeped in, in the that, old ways. Even people who don't believe in it still go through the process. Right. Uh-huh. And so you have, I mean, yeah, a really interesting dichotomy from the start. Um, and so, yeah, it's Christmas the sheep are the sheep are giving birth yeah the well the the first thing we see before the sheep are giving birth that we we see a scene where they're putting the sheep in the barn uh-huh right and the sheep begin to get upset yes there's like a presence yes like something is in the barn you should have been listening to these sheep uh, y'all yeah, man. Come on, man. oh my <laughs> god i kept going that kitty's the only one who knows yeah um so the sheep are alone. Yes. In the barn. Sheep are doing the work in yeah, this the, film, oh y'all. My, Come on. I said that to John. I turned to John. I said, those are good sheep actors, yeah. man. I mean, they carry significant portions of this movie. It's true. <laughs> and something like something comes into the barn and you hear one sheep in distress. Yeah. And they don't show you anything, but you know what's happening. Yeah. And then... A, a, a period of gestation happens. I don't know how long it takes yeah, for sheep to gestate. Sure. But then it's Christmas and the sheep are giving birth. Yeah. And they show this couple like, you know, delivering the sheep and they're just sure. kind of going through it. And then one of the sheep is just having trouble. Uh-huh. And they, they deliver, they help the sheep, the ewe deliver her lamb. Uh-huh. And it is strange. Yes. And it is so effective because they don't show you the, the lamb for a long time. No. They just and show you the head. You sh- and they, you see the lamb that mm-hmm. just looks that the lamb looks like a, like a baby lamb. lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always but, covered. But you see an exchange between, between them. Between them. So you know like something's, something's up. Not right with the lamb. So what is not right with the lamb, Christy? <laughs> the lamb is... I, I don't even want to say anthropomorphic because it's it's like half lamb, half human. Yes. Like half person. Half half little kid. Yeah, and, and half little kid. Yes. It's got like one kid arm uh-huh. and one lamb, lamb arm. arm. And then walk, the re- it walks upright, upright and it has a lamb head. Uh-huh. And it um, dresses like, dresses, they dress, they it, like dress a it like a little baby and they call it Ada. Yes. And, and they they... There's no discussion amongst them, or if there was a discussion, it's not shown to us. Right. They both decide mm-hmm. we're gonna raise this lamb. We're gonna raise this lamb like our child. Yes. And and I think it's more like I think she immediately goes, "I'm gonna take care of this lamb." Uh huh. 
And he sees that she's happy. Yeah. And so he goes along so he with goes, it. Okay. And there's no, and we'll get to it when the brother shows up. Mm-hmm. We don't know as an audience at this point, if we are seeing the lamb simply through their, right. their perspective, like they're fucking insane and they see this lamb as a half baby. Right. Or, or if, if it, it is, is a half, half baby. baby. Like, we don't know. We don't know. Like, they could just be nuts, y'all. Sure. But it doesn't do a thing where, like, we see the half baby when they're with it, and then we cut away and cut back, and it's just a lamb. Like, that never happens. That never happens. The only, Whenever we see this lamb, it's half baby. Half baby lamb. Half baby lamb. Um, so, yeah. And so, for, for a long time before we are introduced to the, the third character... That's my boy. Uh huh. <laughs> You've talked to him, right? Via Twitter, yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> um, we we just we we don't know. No, we don't know what what's going on. We the other animals on the farm are suspect. They're super suspicious. Yeah, they're like, like, "What's up?" Yeah, the dog is. I mean, the dog goes along with it because it's a dog, and right. you know, it loves, but even the dog at times is like, it's like, "What is going what on?" What's going on? The cat is oh, kind of like the cat is looking at the look. Like, there's one scene where the the Ada is sitting at the table eating breakfast, I guess. Yeah. And the cat is sitting across from Ada uh-huh. and just kind of like staring. Yeah. And you're like, that cat knows. That cat knows some shit is up. And then, and then the you. See that? Oh man. That made me really sad. Oh, it's like, very upsetting. For a long, for a while, I was on the side of Maria, the uh-huh. mother. I was like, I get it, man. Like, hey, you know. You got to do what you got to do. This is a movie about being different, maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, what, what, but so the you that gave birth to Ada uh-huh. knows that Ada's missing. Her baby, yes. Her baby's gone. And she knows where the baby is. And so that you will not shut up. Right. She goes so far as to leave the barn. Uh-huh. And hang out under the window of the house where they keep the baby, yeah. where the baby's crib is, yeah. where Ada's crib is. And she's just like day and night, meh, meh, yeah. meh, like I want my baby. Yeah. Like any mother would sure. be. Sure. To the point where then Maria, mm-hmm. who is played by Numi Rapace, uh-huh. I believe, is her last name. Um, she's, I always want to say Rapace. It's like that, Italian well, to me. Well, honestly, this is so funny that you say that. Not even I looked it up. That's not her real name. She oh. picked it and she picked it because of that. Because it's Italian? And Spanish. And her dad was Spanish. And so it might be Rapace. I, because I've said, I've I've said in the past Rapace and yeah. people they're like, it's not Rapace, it's Rapace. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's an Italian. So I name. read about her, like, she's also like this. I mean, she's in Prometheus. You've seen her yeah, in yeah, film. Yeah. She's she was, like the girl with the dragon tattoo. The original, like the yeah. original one. Because she was born in Sweden, raised in Iceland, had a Spanish father. She speaks six fucking languages. Yeah. So she chose it. That's not her name. Right. She chose it. So I think it probably is Rapace. Yeah. Anyway. She's finally like, well, I got to fucking kill this. Yeah. You. In the middle of the night, everybody's dude, asleep. Dude, that scene is fucking it's brutal. It's brutal. It's brutal. And, and and to add to it, because it's also like, day, it looks like it does right now. It looks like daytime. Sure. But she wakes up in the middle of the night and she the you is right outside her window. Man, and you imagine like, never having to do a nighttime shoot? Oh my God. You just shoot whenever. I guess that would be great. (laughs) I didn't even think of that. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. (laughs) Anyway, so she gets up and, um, oh my God, there's Roxy y'all. Um, and she goes to the, 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 the the rifle closet or whatever. You gotta have a rifle closet. You gotta have a rifle closet. And she picks out a rifle and she goes outside and she just fucking, sorry, spoilers. She shoots the you in the head. It's, brutal it's brutal and then she and buries then she it drags it out into a meadow uh-huh and buries it yeah and this coincides with mm-hmm. the arrival of our third main character uh-huh who is peter yeah ingvar's brother right um who's like an 80s rock star fucking a i love it i and love he, it it's so random yeah and the first time you see him He's getting thrown out of a car. Yeah, this is part of what I also love about the movie is that you you never know where it's 
going to go. Like you don't know you, the first time you see the woman who's driving the car, you're like, Oh shit, something bad's going to happen. She looks evil. Right. And it just turns out that she's barely in it. She's barely in it. Like they're, they, they drop them. They, you, it cuts to like this car coming down this like, you know, super remote Icelandic highway Uh or whatever. It stops. They take this guy out of the trunk, throw him out of the trunk, throw his cell phone out into the road yeah. and then they leave and then they leave and they just leave him there they just leave him there and it turns out that it's uh Ingvar's, Ingvar's bro- brother Peter and he happens so he's like in the middle of nowhere he walks to the farm you get the feeling that he's kind of like a loser yeah you know yeah and um so he knows he knows what she's done right um Okay, so then we introduce him, who is played by a guy named Bjorn Haraldson, and I just have to... Bro- He's on my favorite Icelandic show, and once I tweeted at him, and he was like, the nicest dude ever. He was like, oh, Michael, that's so nice to hear, and Those blah, European blah. actors are super cool. Yeah, they're Remember the so guy nice. from Caveat? Yes. Who, like, tweeted you back? Yeah. Responded to our Insta? I like, like a normal person? Yeah. Like, like a human? Um, so he rolls in, and this is the first time, because we have now have an outside figure, right? Right. He's like... I think he literally has the line, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. It's uh, the way they handle it. It's just so great because nobody loses their mind ever, but you can see it's like, there is something wrong happening here. And he, he, he tells his brother exactly yeah, that. Like, what the fuck is animal. going on? What the fuck are you doing? And you know, because he sits down to have dinner. Yeah. Like, and this, I think this is the first time that he sees Ada. Uh huh. Um, they sit down to have dinner. And they put out a chair for they her. They put out a chair for her. Then Ada comes in and he is like, what the hell? Yeah. And whatever. And then later on, like he just, he's just not down with it. He can't get with it. And his brother says, we're happy. Like Maria is happy for the first time. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. Like, if you, you stay step back. here, yeah, you're going to you have to deal with it. Deal with it. And at first, and then it's really strange because at first he very much treats her at a, like an, like an animal, right? Yeah. He tries to feed her grass, mm-hmm. but then, cause he's like, this is fucked up. He takes her out yeah. and he's going to fucking kill her. kill her. And then he can't. And from that moment on, he acts like an, an uncle. uncle. Yeah. He takes her. They all buy into this. Yeah, he takes her fishing. He takes her on a tractor ride. Mm-hmm. She sleeps on. She, she falls, sleep, asleep falls asleep on his asleep lap. On, and so, even our character who came in and was like, "What is happening?" Just accepts it relatively quickly. Uh huh. Accepts it. How do you feel about that? I mean, like, okay, so like, you told me that this movie. I don't know if we wanted to get into this later, but yeah, it seems gonna, like the right time to get into it right now. You told me that this movie was written by a poet. Yes. The and di- directed the di- by a, The he, director and a poet wrote it. Yeah. And I think that makes a lot of sense. It does make a lot of sense because they see, but it's also like a folktale. I mean, it's yeah. like when you hear a fairy tale being told to you or like a folktale being told, you just accept things. Like when people say like, and the two little kids walked into the woods and they ran into a lady that lived in a house made of candy and yeah. she was a witch and you're like okay like you just yeah. accept these things and so this movie very much falls into that category don't you think yes and i think part of it at first i was like well this is crazy why all of a sudden is is uh peter right that's mm-hmm. his name or peter or whatever peter. um on board and and then part of me was like well okay maybe he was blind at first mm-hmm. and now he sees her for who she is right i i or beyond that maybe we all tell ourselves whatever it is we need to tell ourselves in order to function right because he clearly it seems like this dude has nowhere else to go right right like if his brother and his sister-in-law kick him out he has nowhere to go he has nowhere to go and also this dude uh has the we 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 it is suggested that he has a past with Maria. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. That he, uh, they, they clearly had slept together or something. Right. And actually past. that's actually like the big thing in the movie. Like that's what brings us to like the, finally the, what happens at the end, the end of the film. Of the, yeah. Um, yeah. It turns out he's like some eighties dude. The video they shot is yeah. amazing. They're watching. So they sit down to what, anyway, they're 
a happy family. He accepts Ada. He's a great uncle all of a sudden. All of a sudden, he's a great uncle. They're all happy. They sit down to watch the big handball game, which I guess is a big thing in Iceland. It's huge there, yeah. And, you know, like a family, like, you know, we watch football over here and they're having snacks and whatever. And then, you know, they lose the game. Their team loses. And Ada's in and out of the room. And so Maria puts in a video, a VHS tape Uh of a video that Peter did like back in the day. Oh, and it's so awesome. It's a music video. It's just like such a random thing. I loved it so yeah. much. And he gets up and he starts dancing along with himself and they all have a good time and they're drinking. And this is the point where I was like, these are bad parents. Yes. Like, I, I hate to say it. I hate to be this way. But I was like, I wonder, like, I wonder what happened to Ada. And we only get... The real Ada. Like, yes. I wonder that we only get like one tiny scene where we, where we think we know, like she might've drowned or she might've gotten lost in the fog or yeah. something uh, because they were not yes. vigilant. And uh, no, I think you're absolutely right because I think there's a chunk of this movie, right? Um, where you, in the early part where you could say like, oh, well maybe she had a miscarriage right? or maybe the baby died right after childbirth or sick or something. Yeah. You know, I, but I think you're absolutely right after the, during slash after the handball game. Mm -hmm. And then we have a weird quick cut to him yelling in the woods by the river. They're shitty fucking parents. Yeah, they are. They left. That's my belief. They Mm -hmm. left their little girl unattended. Right. And, because of guilt or whatever, have convinced themselves that this wasn't their fault. Right. But it was their fault. It was their fault. And I think you, the beauty of this film is that you can take it, you can take it for at face value. Hey, there's a baby that was born that was half a lamb, half a human. And this is the story of it. But you can also take it as a metaphor, which, you know, a lot of horror movies are most horror movies are, um, you can watch it both ways. And, and so it leads us to kind of like, so what is this movie saying? We can get through the rest of the movie and then talk about that if you sure. want to. Yeah. I mean, there's not much left. There's I mean, not much left. It's really simple. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a really simple little fairy tale, folk tale. Yeah. Part of, and I think part of the, what is so sort of stunning about it is that, and I think I'm just sort of envious of this. It's just so different than how I write. I mean, there's... There's so little dialogue. There's so little dialogue. Like, it's stunning how little dialogue there is. Right. So they, th- they're they having this handball party, uh-huh. whatever. Um, Ingvar gets loaded. Ingvar gets loaded. He has to go. To, like, he passes out. Yeah. Ada is also asleep because uh-huh. it's at nighttime. And then... Peter goes to Maria and he tries to get busy with yeah. her. Like he tries to get all sexy and she's like, please don't do that. That's over. Whatever, yeah. whatever. And then he, like he threatens, extor- like he extorts her. Yes. And that's when he reveals yeah. that he knows she yeah. killed the you. Yeah. Right. She's like, what would you, what does, does Ingvar know that you killed Ada's mother? Yeah. Real mother. And Maria freaks out and she's like, okay. So she, she tricks him. Yeah. Like she tricks, seduces him and actually locks him in his own room. Yeah. Sleeps it off. Yeah. Cause then, he's also clearly drunk. Right. I mean, you got to get drunk during oh, handball, Christy. You do, man. Oh, and the other thing is, is that before the handball game, Peter has taken Ada fishing and yes. they went in a tractor. Like yeah, they yeah. drove up the mountain to a little lake in this tractor. And on the way back, um, the tractor ran out of gas or, yeah, or something. Or oil or something. Or whatever. Yeah. While that's happening, we get a love making scene. Yeah, making love. Between Maria and Ingvar, which didn't bother me. No, and I think I think it's abs- it, this scene was not gratuitous and absolutely necessary to show us that now that Ada's here, like this had been a, a thing in their in their life as a couple that was missing since the last Ada. Yes, I think you're absolutely. I, there, I think there is reason to believe they have not fucked since since the baby died. And and now and they get the benefit of of now that Peter Peter's there is and he's a good uncle. Yeah, he's like I'll take the I'll take the kid fishing right like you do, and that'll give them a moment right. alone. And so, so no. they have the best day. Yeah. 
Ada and Peter go fishing. Maria and Ingvar go fucking. Yeah. They watch handball and get loaded that yeah. night. It's a great, it's, it's a, a great, great day. day. And she even says it like when he starts, when Peter starts hitting on her, she's like, don't ruin, don't ruin a great, a great day. day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she tricks him. He sleeps it off. And in the morning she's like, we're fucked. You're leaving. You got to go. Yeah. So, you know, it's a long way from the sheep farm to the road. Yes, which is also my other favorite thing. It's like, we're going to go to this random country road, and at some point, a bus will come by. Right. You will wave at the bus, and that's how you catch That's how you catch the bus. bus. So weird, yeah. man. Yeah, I mean, there's only one major city in the entire nation, and that city is the size of Arlington. It's wow. It's staggering. It makes wow. no... The whole country... Not even... I shouldn't even say that. The city's smaller than Arlington. The whole country is the population of Arlington. It's like 350,000 people in the whole country. Is, don't they have an app where you can like a dating app? That is the like, rumor to make sure you you're can, not related. To make sure you're not related. Yeah. Because they also don't have last names. Right. So, because, you know, they still, they use they patronymics. Use patronymics. Yeah. yeah. And so you don't. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But I love the idea of like, you can catch a bus. You just got to go out to this fucking road. And, right. So they get in the Land Rover and yeah. she like gives him some she money. She gives him some money. And she's actually not a dick. No, she's not a dick about it. None of them are dicks. This is yeah. the thing. They're not dicks. They're just shitty parents. Even even when, even Peter, who is shitty, like. Right. We don't know. We don't Here, know. Here's the thing. It's like, we know they have, she, Peter and Maria have a history, but we don't know what brought that on. We don't know if they slept together before Maria got with Ingvar. Right. We After, we have no idea. That's not important. Right. That's not the important thing. The important thing is, is that he has something to use on her because he wants to get with her yeah. again. Sure. That's the thing that makes him shitty. Yeah. But even in the morning, he doesn't fight her. No. When she's he, like, he knows it's true. It's time to go. Yeah. Yeah, she drives him to this road. She gives him money that at first you kind of tell he doesn't want to take. And right. she makes him. He gets on the bus. And he leaves. And that's it. Exit Peter. While that is happening. <sighs> so while Fucking that is happening. Yeah. Ingvar has woken up. And Ada has woken up. And they realize that Peter and Maria are gone. They don't know where they are gone, right. but it's like, okay. So Ingvar says, hey, Ada, do you want to go with daddy to get the tractor? Yeah. Let's go get the tractor. And okay. So, and she doesn't, Ada doesn't talk. She makes noises. Right. She doesn't talk. And uh, so they're walking up the country road to where the tractor is stalled. And on the way, I have a question about this. Sure. On the way, Ingvar is saying to her, if you ever get lost, yes, you do, all you have to do is listen for the river. Uh -huh. Like walk this way. Make sure you have the mountain. Yeah. If it gets too foggy, all you have to do is listen for the river. Yeah. And follow the river, and then you'll know your home. Yeah. Uh, and Ada's like, okay, whatever. But then what happens, Michael? Well, uh, real quick. So I think that's how real Ada died. Yeah. That that they weren't paying attention. Right. She wandered off. Got got near the river yeah and and got turned around in the fucking mist that right. seems to come along every day uh -huh. and fell into the river and died yeah and so now he is correcting or trying to correct that mistake right so if you ever do get out and you're alone and you're lost this is how you find your way home right okay great and then a half man ram shows up and fucking shoots him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's so crazy because so you see them you see them walking down the country road. Everything's great. Ada's going like, yeah, okay. Yeah, this all makes sense. Cuts back to cuts back to Maria and Peter. He gets on the bus. La la la. Bye-bye. We're gonna be a happy family. Cuts back to Ingvar and Ada, and he has been shot in the fucking throat. Yes, by a half man dude. By a ram. Ram, yes, a sorry, ram a half head. ram dude. Yeah, like a very cut, very fit oh, yes. half ram man. We called him the king of the ram men, and that's what <laughs> he looks like. Yeah, and he's angry, Michael. Yeah, you're goddamn right he is. Because they this child right like th that's what i mean it's like at the beginning of the movie when the sheep rape happens sheep hashtag sheep rape hashtag sheep rape i thought he's coming back yes he's coming back for his baby yes 
for his half lamb baby to go back to wherever the king of the ram man lives. lives. Sure, sure. And he's going to be pissed when he comes home and the baby is wearing people clothes. Yes. Because he's naked. Yeah. And ripped. And ripped. As a half ram man, you, you got to stay cut, bro. You got to be ripped. Yeah. It's, it's the. And then they, so, oh, so that, so then he walks off and up the mountain with Ada, with Ada. Ingvar's dying on the ground. Maria comes back, sees them both gone. She gets suspicious. Yeah, she hears a gun and then she, she hears, hears a gunshot. A gunshot. Yeah. yeah. She starts running. She knows where they are and she finds Ingvar dead. Uh-huh. And she's losing her mind like anybody would. Sure. And then suddenly she gets real calm and she looks up the mountain. And then there's kind of like an acceptance. Uh-huh. She sort of exhales. Yeah. And then credits. And then credits. There it is. There it is. Um, yeah. I mean, I... And I, I know that we've told you the story of the movie, but dude, it is but totally worth going to watch yes, it. the plot of it. Like, fuck. Yeah. They're, 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 that's... You know what's going to happen. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, the point is to... Like, the visuals in this film are stunning. stunning. And then the way... The way Ram Man is handled, like, it's so just like, whoa, wait, what the fuck just happened? What did I just see? Yeah. And I mean, I read an interview with the, I think it was the director, not the poet writer, but the director who was like, he had been having dreams Mm -hmm. about. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because his mom had given him a dream journal. Ah, Right. And so he was writing down his dreams and he kept having these dreams about Ah. these like half ram people fighting polar bears or some Mm -hmm. shit. Oh, ripping, ripping polar bears apart. Like eating polar bears. bears, Like, uh, okay. Um, Cool. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie where at the end I was just like, hold on, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, which was, was rad. It yeah. was nice to feel that. It felt, I mean, like it was similar to me. It wasn't as, it wasn't scary. I mean, it was discomforting. There was a lot of tension, like from the jump, from, from jump. Yeah. But it felt a little like, caveat in a way where you're sitting there going like i have no idea where this is going right but i am compelled to finish to finish watching this yeah Yeah. and i don't you know yeah i think look i is it a horror movie sure is it not i don't know yeah that's what i was gonna ask is it fantasy is it folktale either way i i don't even really care like i don't you don't have to define it it's right. lamb, dude. It is its own. It's thing. lamb. It's lamb. Yeah. It it and they they categorize it as horror horror fantasy. Yeah. I think it really it it really kind of like lives in folk horror. Yeah, I agree. You know? And there which there is a huge resurgence right yeah. now, which I love because I love that's my favorite genre. Yeah. And I think part of that I think a lot of that is, you know, the just like rampant destruction of nature right. that's taking place. I think another part of that is, um, you know, like the folk, there's something about folk horror that seems intrinsically female to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you talk about earth and things like that. Yeah. And so it's a way, I mean, God, if you look at Midsummer, I mean, yeah. Midsummer and Stemming from the Wicker Man right, is this sort right. of huge middle finger to like male power, right? So I think that's part of it. And, and in, I think in Iceland, man, you know, the fucking glaciers are melting. Like the, the shit that's going on and not necessarily in their own country, the shit right. that's going on around the world you know, heavily in America and Europe and China right. is destroying their fucking country. Yeah. And so this, you know, Ram man is coming it, back and taking, taking back what, is, what his. is his. Yeah. I, I think that's a huge and didn't part of it. We all know, we all knew at some level that that was going to happen. Yes. And I think that's what Maria's last gesture is, right? Is that she somehow, she knew Yes. Was not going to last. Yeah. I mean, I think I read that interview in that same interview. Oh, the one that I sent you. That that she's interviewed, yeah, with the director, Numi Rapace, if we were Mm -hmm. saying. Um, uh, She says she approached the role that that they had Ada on borrowed time. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so even that that she is approaching as an, an act, as an actor felt like there's no way this can last forever. Right. And and yeah, I mean, of course not. Of course, half Ram dude, King of the Ram men of is course, coming back. To of take course, what's his. of course, humans are not going to last forever. And I thought it was. I thought the choice. I thought there was such an interesting choice that he half ram man mm-hmm. king of the ram men mm-hmm. kills ingvar with a human weapon yeah he takes ingvar's rifle and kills, kills him with, him his own with gun. that uh-huh. because obviously king of the rams could have just torn him apart yeah um but he chooses to kill him with a yeah. man-made weapon you reap what you sow yeah motherfucker. which is i thought was really interesting um i mean there's just a lot there's a lot for me to really appreciate this film. Uh, it, part of me was even the boldness of like, yeah, this is what we're doing. No dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. The boldness the, the, of like this, the, 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 it's a really simple story. There is nothing hidden. There's no twist. It, 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 it is just, this is the story I'm telling you and this is how it went down. Yeah. I don't have all the information, but- this is what this happened. This is it. This is what, yeah. And I, I just thought it was so bold. And even just like the idea of going into, I mean, I don't know how they got it made. They have government help over there, which is always a nice thing. Um, but being like, so uh, yeah, we're going to make this movie about this uh, half lamb baby. And people were like, yeah, great. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good to who me. You got? You're like, well, I got that one TV guy. And then <laughs> knew me who's probably. She's super famous. She's super famous. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, and she's internationally known she now. Is. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, like, and she's an exec on it, which I, cause I'm sure yeah. she, really helped yeah. to get it made like the, the 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 vistas can i say the word vistas yeah i mean i the think you vistas have to on in this film like there's one shot in particular where he it, it's early in the film and ingvar is out working on the farm and he's walking back home with the dog and there's a mountain behind him uh-huh but like the relationship between him and the mountain like the mountain is so big mm-hmm. so vast that he is walking, but the mountain is not like our perspective on the mountain is not changing at all at all. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I don't, I I'm so huge. You are in me. And I think that's part of it. It's this kind of like, you think that you can dismiss these folktales. You think you can dismiss folktales are born out of something y'all. Sure. Right. Yeah. And you think you can dismiss nature and nature goes, Mm-mm. No, I, you live in me. Yeah, and I was—I mean, I was texting with you last night, and like, look, I know I obviously talk about talk about Iceland a lot, but like, it really—I mean, it was life changing to go there. I've never seen anything like it. And when we left the city, I mean, this Reykjavik's cool. It's just like a cool city. Yeah, you know, it's like fucking Bjork and Sigaros are there or whatever. Right. <laughs> but like when we went, we went to this place called the Snæfellsnes Peninsula, and there was like. Fucking, we're staying in this cabin. Cabin, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and there's this giant fucking mountain in our backyard, and you would go out at like eleven at night, and, and it was still everything. light. It wasn't, you know, it it looked like dusk would here. Right. And there's, I, I mean, it's, it's, you can't. It, I texted you. I was like, it sounds goofy, but it is otherworldly. It is right. otherworldly. And they refer to nature over there as the nature. Mm-hmm. So like when you go out into the nature and they don't build things like we do, even places that are tourist heavy, there's like, here's a rope. Don't cross the rope. Right. Or you might fucking die. Right. There's not 19 guides. There's not a fucking restaurant that popped up. They're like, you can enjoy this waterfall. Don't be a fucking idiot. Right. There's also things where it's like, do not step on these plants because these plants have remained unchanged for thousands, Thousands millions of of years. Yeah. And if you step on them, motherfucker, you will fuck up the ecosystem. Yeah. So So don't don't, fucking do it. Or you'll be arrested. Or you'll be arrested. Yeah. You know, I read this article last week about how Hawaii is doing something similar. Which is, I, yeah, you were talking about. it's so awesome. It's It's great. During the, during lockdown, you know, clearly people couldn't go over there. And so a lot of the businesses like, like, uh, tourist based businesses, um, that were, run by by people who were mainlanders shut down right and so a lot of mainland businesses had to leave and left the hawaiian islands 
in the hands of the natives, Native Hawaiians, which yeah. should have been always like sure. that. And they did something really smart. Like they changed their entire like tourist bureau approach uh-huh. and put natives on the uh, board of this tourist bureau, right. whatever. And so everything is now changing. Everything th- that you go to Hawaii for is now history based. So you can't just fucking go and dive in the ocean and do whatever the fuck, fuck you, want. you want. If yeah. you're going to go snorkeling, then you have to take a class on the coral reef and why it's important. And why right? you sh- can't fuck with it. Right. Yeah. If you're going to like, if you go and stay in a fancy hotel and they are providing like, cultural entertainment all of that is now completely changed because all the bullshit about like grass skirts and twirling fire that's shit that we think right is hawaiian right, right. it's like the because disney like, version yeah, of back in the day version, yeah. back in the day like when for, it was first being colonized of course like, like eurocentric protestant people were like that is uh, we can't see people not na- like not clothed, right? right? Sure. It's indecent to see them the way they actually dress. So make them put on a grass skirt. Mm-hmm. Well, grass skirts aren't actually Hawaiian. So they've like done away with all, all that. that and it's like everything that you see now is going to be actually authentic native stuff. <laughs> that and, and I, look, I, I know, and I know places like Iceland and Hawaii and other places like you have to, like tourism does is a huge part of their income or economy. Right. Yeah. But like if Hawaii is doing that, the way Iceland is, it's like they have found a balance. Right. Like people still are going to go to Hawaii. Of it's course. fucking incredible. Right. People they're just are like, they're go just cutting back. Yeah. yeah. And it's also like, Hey, you can also come here and not fuck up this beautiful, this beautiful scenery. Right. That, you could just look at it. Uh huh. Um, they're doing like with national parks and stuff. They're kind of like, whereas before there were some like beaches where you could, there would, they would allow 3000 people a day to come through. There are certain beaches and certain national parks where it's like only 750 right. people can go through and you have to book an appointment. So to you're go not going to destroy this place. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think to tie it back to the movie, I mean, I think that's a huge part of the movie. Yeah, right. I think that's a big um, part of what they're saying. Yeah. And I, that humans take what they want for whatever reason to make Mm -hmm. themselves feel better, um, you know, without thought of anything else. Yeah. And it will come back to haunt them. Right. Um, Whether you believe in Ram Man or not. Yeah. Whether Ram Man, Ram Man believes in you and he is coming for you. That's all that matters. (laughs) I mean, it's like the, the whole Christian, you know, Lutheran thing, right? Where, uh, versus nature or paganism or yeah. whatever. I mean, come on. Uh, you can you can say whatever you want, but believing in a guy who was crucified on a cross and then flew into the sky and came back three days later or whatever is just like believing in Ram Man. Yes. There's, Sorry, y'all. I mean, this is what I've been saying for years. Do you know what I mean? Yes, of course. And, and so, so like the, 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 I don't know, the arrogance of thinking that yours is better Better, yeah and i mean you know obviously it's this thing it's a thing everywhere and it's interesting there especially in in iceland and i guess parts of scandinavia just because like in terms of northern europe um i mean they do have a pretty well detailed pagan past right you know um and then at the same time there's this huge influx of of christianity and i mean even in reykjavik you know there's a awesome looking church. I think it's, uh, what is it? Hagamskirka. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of looms over yeah. the city mixed in with like all the pagan all, stuff. Yeah. All the Vikings. It's, it's such a weird, I don't know. It's a weird combo. And so I think there's some of that in the movie. I think like also one thing you texted me, which is, I think is totally in the movie is just like people are garbage. Yeah. And I think you see that <laughs> in the, like you said, the way that you meet Peter, mm-hmm. he's just fucking chucked out of that car. Yeah. He might as well be a bag of fucking yeah, fast food. And, and they don't care. Right. They, they don't, don't care. care. <laughs> People are gar- like, they just throw him on the side of the road. They throw his fucking cell phone on the side of the road and they get back in the car and they People are garbage. garbage. That's and, what we are. Yeah. And I mean, is there a more sort of just like stereotypical version of being garbage than fucking your brother's wife? Right. I mean, in terms of like what is manhood and what makes uh-huh. a good man, like that's the 
fucking unforgiving. Like, come, come on. on. Come right. on. It's kind of biblical. Yes. And, you know, at the same time, you also said they're shitty parents. And yeah, she needs to feel better. But also, like, why did you let your kid just fucking wander out to the right. goddamn river? Right. Like, I know. And it's like, I know it, it sounds harsh, y'all, but. I'm going, I mean, I, they don't give you a lot of information. They don't give you, so you're purposefully, purposefully right? and yeah. you're, you're left to extrapolate from what you are given. Yeah. Who, what, who these people, who these people are, are and whatever. And okay. They seem like, okay, people, but also they live out in the wilderness. There's nobody else to be shitty to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So uh, it, it's, it's different than, I don't know. Maybe if we put Maria and Ingvar in the city, they would be shitty people. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? They only have sheep and mountains to right. interact with. And from the information that we get, you're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, they should have been paying attention. Yes. And they were not. They were not paying attention. And that, and, and ultimately, they're and you, not. And you got a second chance. And you still didn't pay attention. And you still fucked it up. Yeah. And I think that, to me, is the takeaway. I don't know if that was the takeaway that the director and his poet friend uh -huh. intended, but, but that seemed very clear to me. Yeah. They um, asked, well, that interview that I sent you, they asked the director, they asked him he, like, what do you like? What do you think? And it's like real clickbait end of lamb explained. Yeah, sure. And so I'm like, okay. And actually the director goes like, I don't know what you're going to take away from it. I think yeah. everybody should take away something different and from I, it. To me, that's always the best answer. And, and you know, it's, it's an answer that Lynch has always given, mm -hmm. you know, and I know I, we always bring up Lynch, but like, uh, we should always yeah, bring up, should Lynch. always bring up. And while this is different, this is like along with Lynch, like the, I fill in the blanks, right. you know? Um, so I don't think he needs to answer a goddamn thing. And he even said himself, he's like, I see it each time I see it. Maybe I catch something different. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't need all the answers at the same time. Uh, I think it's really well acted. Oh yeah. Um, it's beautifully shot, beautifully shot. The sheep do the work. Oh God. Where did they get these sheep? The dog and the cat do the work. Damn. There's um, that one shot of the kitty, just like in the field, like the kitty gets out of the house cause shit's going down. And then there's a shot of the kitty like out in the meadow and it just kind of like lifts its head yeah. up above the grass. And I'm like, that cat's doing the work. The cat is doing the work. Um, yeah. And, and that the, you. Oh, so good. Heartbreaking. And the three leads. I mean, the three leads, they're the only ones who yeah. talk. Yeah. Uh, they're all really good. And I mean, I, I want to, but that had to be a child with a CGI sure. lamb head on yeah. it. I want to know who the child and is. And the little kid, whoever was doing that yeah. was great. And yeah. I want to know who Ram Man is. I want to know who that body belongs to. The handsomest man in the world. That's Holy who Ram shit. Man is. You know, if I have to choose between Flyway Jesus and Ram Man. Yeah. I, I mean, come on, man. Ram Man and Black Phillip are basically going to win every time. All the time. Yeah. And I, you know. Obviously, like you said, she's internationally famous, yeah. right? Um, I only know... That guy. Yeah, Bjorn Haraldson. What show is he on? He's on a show called The Cliff, mm -hmm. which is two seasons. Season two in America, for some reason, is called The Lava Field, but the show is called The Cliff. Mm -hmm. He's also in the Will Ferrell movie where they're in, 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 in the, Iceland. In the music festival. Yeah, and so like... Which was something I brought up is like all three of them have performed <laughs> in English in major movies. Right. And I love the idea that they were like, no, this is an Icelandic movie. Right. And you I bet you they all perform in different movies across the yes. like all across Europe. Yeah. Because Europeans know six fucking languages six, yeah. and we don't because we're idiots. Yeah. We're hey garbage. Man, you know one more than most people. <laughs> um so I thought the three of them were great yeah. and and worked well together. And, you know, you could say like, oh, they didn't have dialogue. That can be harder. That is harder. <laughs> you know, like you have to, she's so good at, I don't know, like fucking tilting her head or, or just yeah. those like little film things. No, that, I mean, things. That, that is like film, being an actor in a film is a completely different skill set. And when you see someone who's really, really, really good at it, you don't realize all that they're doing all that they're doing and then even and i was talking to aspen about this last night like part of the thing that still fascinates me about movie making mm -hmm. is like the like the literal like practical shit they had to do right and then i read like oh she grew up on a farm right um she's probably birthed not yeah. not birthed sheep herself but, but has been but, yeah but has helped and like a lot of what he does is like i deal with this hay 
or right. I have to drive. And it's like, there's a lot of like weird practical shit mm-hmm. that they have to do in this film. That's yeah. like, not everyone can look natural fucking cheering on cheering. a handball game. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No one can look natural. No one can look natural. Well, like, yeah, that. delivering a lamb. Right. Like if they were like Federico, we need you. I'd be like, well, I'm out and I, <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity, but uh, you can no, hire someone they have else. To put, you know, she has to put her hands up that, lamb, yes. that sheep's vagina. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, maybe for enough money. No, for enough I would money. ruin it. I would totally do it. I believe in you. Thank I think you. you could do As it. As the cosmic egg. As the cosmic egg. Um. So yeah, I look, I don't know. Is this movie for everyone? I'm not sure, but it's bold as shit All and right. you should go see it. We talked about it a lot, which kind of like didn't leave us a lot of time for the thing that I wanted to ask you that, that really, really, I'm, I, I get mad often at the way movies are made in the United States sure, now because sure. everything seems to be about money and comic book heroes. Yeah. And I, I'd have no desire to go see blockbuster films in the United States anymore unless it's a horror movie, mm-hmm. right? Because you don't get, you don't get films like this that are American, like super independent little films, like maybe ghost that ghost story that was made here yeah. in, uh, in Texas, like yeah. a few years ago, and it was really lovely. Yeah, I love that. Movie. Um, little things like that. Yeah, but is this like a hearkening back? Like, are we? Do you think? Because I mean, this is a tradition in 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 Nordic filmmaking, yeah. slow storytelling. Mm-hmm. But like, do you think we're at a point, or that we're going to get to a point here in in this country where we're like, man, we should make movies like we did in the seventies? Man, that's a great question. When are we going to do that? I don't know, and I think I, I I think it's I think it's really I think it's harder. I think it's harder um, now. Like, yeah, you have a movie like Ghost Story, directed by David Lowry, mm-hmm. who also just like did the Green Knight. Um, but even even Ghost Story, mm-hmm. which I fucking love, it's one of my favorite movies. You know, he knew Casey Affleck right. from a different project, right? He knew Kate Mar- uh, Ro- Rumi Mara, uh-huh. the other girl with the, the dragon other, tattoo. Yeah. Um, Rooney Mara from another project. Is Casey Affleck Ben Affleck? No, but he's a fucking star. Yeah, he's a better actor than Ben I Affleck. I absolutely agree. And I think Ben would agree as well. But like even David Lowry, to get that movie made at the scale he wanted to make it, had he to still had to get yeah. two legitimately known actors, right? Mm-hmm. Um can you make smaller films and get them streaming? Yes, I think you can. But if you stick around for the credits of Lamb, they got money from the Icelandic government. They got money from the Swedish government. And so many people to thank. And yeah, and all of those people. And they even got money, I believe, from the Polish government. Mm-hmm. So like there is, and this is what we said with Caveat, that got money from the Irish government. There is a level of support for these smaller or mid-level films, because this was not a cheap No, movie, not at like, all. That we do not give here. We right. just don't. And like, I, it's fucking sad. Like someone like, like, like you and me, right? Yeah. Who we, uh, all Dallas talent, you know, making a movie here in Dallas with all Dallas talent, you know, promoting that industry in our own town, um, using people from the film industry and from the theater community. Um, I don't think the government gives a shit. No, no. And I think, I think at the end of the day, that is, it's a really sad fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I think you and I talk about this, like it's why it's so much European TV is better too. Right. It's like they have, they actually have support. Um, you know, I have looked into trying to shoot a movie in Iceland cause I'm obsessed with Iceland. Uh, I'm not from there, so they don't really want right. to give me money, but like they are actively as a nation supporting artists and filmmakers. Right. Ireland is doing the same. That's how Spain does I, it. Yeah. I was going to say, I imagine Spain and Italy do the same. Um, we don't, we don't do it. And people are like, well, there are grants. It's not enough. Yeah. And then on top of that, I, I mean, for a movie to come out in a theater here, right. I mean, it better star Iron Man or some shit. Right. Because if it doesn't, I mean, I love when they're like the movie tanked at the box office. It made 73 million its opening weekend. Like that's right. insane. Right. And that is, I don't think other than us and maybe like the Brits, uh, it, Lamb didn't have to, 
if it, I'm sure it made its money back because uh-huh. it was released internationally. But if it didn't, I, I don't think anyone's going to be yeah, like, I don't think this it, man will never fucking work in this town right, again. Exactly. Whereas here they're like, fuck you. You lost me a million dollars. You're done. Right. You know? um, oh, well. It's frustrating. And it's why we're, I don't know. It's why we got to get out. Yeah. <laughs> What a world we live in. What a time to yeah. be alive. Go see Lamb. Go see Lamb. Um, thank you, Jim John McNoise, for yes. our theme song. Uh, please visit us on our website and our Facebook page. We have more uh, St. Taco news and more yeah. codes to go get like awesome, amazing, delicious food at St. Taco, Taco at a discount price. And uh, what are we going to watch? I hope we get to watch Scream. Yeah, hopefully we, the we goal is go, yeah, to the, see the new Scream and that'll be next. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. Yeah. And we're going to, I swear Patreon's going to be a thing. It's yeah. just fucking life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Omicron. Omicron, y'all. So yeah, still check out the Patreon. Go get a deal. Go to St. Taco. Eat delicious tacos. If you've seen Scream, don't tell us about don't it Don't tell us about don't it. Don't spoil it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.